a brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for you and your business. If you're an established entrepreneur or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning coal into diamonds. With the right plan and mindset, anything is possible. I'm Jennifer John, your host, business coach, and founder of Best Planner Ever. And I'm here to help you achieve all your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a new recording of the Happy Productive Podcast. I'm super, super excited for my guest today because it just so happens I know her. She isn't somebody who came to us and said, hey, let me be on your podcast. She's somebody that we know and we have worked with. So Shinyeri, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited and happy for you to be here too. And if you don't already know, Shinyari is a seasoned service-based entrepreneur with a very, very inspiring story of turning rejection into unwavering resilience, all thanks to her faith and her purpose. She's the co-founder and COO of a seven-figure e-commerce logistics company, you guys, that bridges commerce gaps and empowers over 66,000 Africans to access global markets. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome what you do, my dear. (laughs) I'm I'm listening to that intro and I'm like, is she talking about me? (laughs) Or is it someone else? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm talking about you. And tell us, tell everybody who's listening who doesn't already know you just a little bit about your story and how did you come to be running such a successful logistics company? So my story started from relocating from Nigeria to the United States in 2005. I had just gotten engaged to the love of my life. I was moving to the U.S. to get married to him. And I was really excited because I had watched uh, Coming to America and a lot of uh, American movies. So I was excited at the opportunities in the U.S. to just fulfill my American dream and, and get everything running. But what I met when I came was completely different from what I saw in the movies and what I had experienced. So coming to corporate America, it was a lot of rejection. So I kept hearing things like, you have a foreign degree, you have foreign experience, you have, you don't have an American degree. So these were the things I was hearing. And I had, uh, I graduated with honors from the country I was coming from. I have a bachelor's in computer science. So I had great, I had a great degree. I had, I had worked in two multinational companies before coming. I worked at KPMG. In the country I was in, I also worked at Shell Petroleum, the oil company. So I I was uh, taken aback at what they were telling me about not having foreign experience and things like that. I'm like, my resume looks solid. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I found that that was the narrative all through my journey of looking to kickstart my career here in the U.S. And that rejection went on for a couple of years. And 
I got to a point on the journey where I felt like, okay, I can either keep waiting for someone to tell me that I'm good enough, or I can take a bet on myself and go out there and start something. And that was what I did in 2012. I was pregnant. I was eight months pregnant with my third child. And I was just feeling frustrated. I felt like my life was wasting away with all the degrees I had. And prior to that, when I heard all the rejection stories, you don't have this, you don't have that, I went to get an American degree. So I went to the University of Illinois. I got my master's. And I said, okay, just in case they say the master's is not enough, I'm going to add an icing to the cake and get my project management certification so that when I come out, I'm a PMP, I have my master's, I have my bachelor's, I have this. And I came out and I started hearing, oh, you have a gap in your resume, you have this, you have that. So the rejection was just unending for me. But in 2012, I decided to bet on myself and I said, I asked myself two questions. I said, and this were questions inspired by my co-founder. And he asked me, he was like, what are you excited or passionate about doing? I said, I love to shop with other people's money. (laughs) And I also like to help people. And he said, can you put it together to start a business? And I said, yes, I can become an international personal shopper. And that was where my journey of becoming an entrepreneur in the U.S. started. With eight months pregnant, it felt like I was carrying two babies. So my business and my daughter, and I gave birth to both of them in the same year. And it has been an amazing journey since then. Oh my goodness, such a powerful story. And so tell us a little bit about, we're going to we're gonna do both, both things. Tell us about a great success that you had in the business and then tell us about a challenge that you had in the business that maybe you weren't expecting or that you had to overcome. So I'll start with the challenge. <laughs> then I will work my way to the success because I have realized that challenges are opportunities to learn and to grow. So I started out as someone who used to run away from challenges and try to wish them away to becoming a woman who embraces challenges and trials and everything that could go wrong in the business and say, yeah, bring it on. I can. (laughs) It's an opportunity to grow. So one major challenge was uh, during COVID, the COVID year, uh, COVID was good to my business because my business was considered an essential. So like it's a logistics business and a lot of people couldn't go out so they could only do online shopping. So like FedEx, Amazon, the shipping companies were considered essential businesses. But prior to COVID, I didn't have my systems documented yet. So with that growth came a lot of pressure on me and my lack of systems and my lack of structure. So, and along the line, I got COVID too. So I was out for my business for two weeks and I come back to the business and I have this piles and piles of shipments, customer shipments that needed to be processed. I was just recovering from COVID and I'm saying to myself, how do I overcome this? How do I move from this challenging situation? And 
in the moment of me just pondering, I got an idea to go to a hiring facility where you will know you will not naturally hire people from. It was like a a gig, you know, like the gig website where you hire people for one day or two days. And the strategy for me was okay. And for some reason, it was hard to get people to work during the COVID years because the government gave a lot of benefits. So people would rather just sit at home and not want to work. So that was the challenge I was dealing with. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to use this platform. I'm going to have them come work with me for a day. And if they like the job, I'll ask them, okay, did you like the job? How do What do you think about working extended hours. And that was how I was able to rise above that challenge by leveraging a platform that would not normally be the solution to the problem. And I was able to, in that moment, get people to work and were able to clear our backlog. I was able to use that period to also document my systems so that I trained other people afterwards and I was not in that situation anymore. So that was <laughs> that was that was quite a challenge for me, but I was able to rise above it by just thinking outside the box, saying, okay, this challenge is here. I don't need to sit and complain about it. Because complaining doesn't change anything I've realized in business. You when you're done complaining, the problem is still looking at you. The challenge <laughs> is still looking at you. So just being calm and thinking of a strategic way to rise above the challenge and ask yourself, what can I do to solve this problem? So that was how I was able to overcome the challenge. Then you spoke about uh, success. One major success that really stands out for my business this year is when we started this journey, it was a lot of sacrifice from my side, from the side of my co-founders, everybody putting in everything. One major success for us this year was being able to raise uh, seven-figure uh, funding from an outside investor. That was really major for us. To think of a side hustle that I started as an international personal shopper in 2012 to an e-commerce logistics business as able to raise outside funding from an investor, that is huge for me. That is so huge for me. And it was a major success and just a testament to tenacity, resilience, and just following through, not giving up on the good days, on the bad days. I remember a particular day where I was so overwhelmed and I said, I think I'm just going to quit this business because it's just too much hard work. <laughs> I was telling my co-founder the other day, I said, I have worked every aspect of this business from being the warehouse rep to the customer rep to the marketing to the IT, every single area. And that was before my team came on board. So to be able to raise external funding to scale the business and do more, it was it was a huge success for us this year. 
Oh, this is so amazing. I love listening to this because, and the reason that I found out about how well you were doing was actually through one of our coaches, Julie, that you had worked with, right? And Julie had sent me an update and she's like, I just have to tell you how great she's doing. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so happy to hear this because I know that when we had worked together, it was a harder time and you were going through a lot of struggles in the business. And so I'd love for you to just speak to that and like, you know, how did, how did coaching help you kind of get through some of those harder times in the business? I I remember when I came, when I came to you to coach me, that period was a very tough period for me. I had so many things going on on the personal side, on the business side. It just felt impossible. And I remember our first conversation and you were you were amazing. You you looked at me and you said, I know you got this. I know you can do this. You just need some accountability and just being able to get that accountability as an existing business owner with you, your company. Julie is an amazing coach. <laughs> I must put it, I must put that out there. It was able to give me the, I would say, the momentum I needed to keep going. Because as business owners, you get to a point where you, it's like you run out of breath. You're running this marathon and you're feeling, oh, I'm losing breath. Coaching gave me momentum. It brought the breath back. It was like a moment where it says, Chichi, just breathe. Just breathe. You can do it. And having the coaching piece for me, it kept me accountable. So even on the the days where I felt like, okay, I don't want to keep going on. When I remembered my accountability call, I'm like, Julie's going to ask me, what did you do today? (laughs) It helped me get off my, get off my um, couch and get going. So the accountability, I cannot emphasize it enough, how important it is for an existing business owner, even a new business owner that's just starting Coaching is very critical. You look at great athletes out there or people that are into sports, they all have coaches. Every professional has a coach. And having a coach doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing. It means that you value yourself enough to realize that you don't have everything it takes to reach that goal. And you need someone to come alongside you and help you and and carry you. So coaching with you, Jennifer, was a game changer for me. It brought a lot of clarity to the season I was in, what I needed to focus on to take my business to where we could raise a seven-figure funding. So it was it was really, really crucial to our success. And I I will I'll give you that definitely. <laughs> That is so fantastic because, you know, I don't think as business owners, we talk about it very much, but often I think that we can feel very isolated and alone in this journey because we have so many people looking to us for all to have all of the answers. Um, If we don't have the right team around us, then we end up, you know, doing their jobs for them. We end up babysitting. I'm sure you've probably I know I've in my not now, but in my past businesses, it's it's been like, you know, they just don't care about the company the way I care about the company. That's not true anymore. Now I have an amazing 
Julie, um, who they care about this company. They care about our clients the way that I care about it too, which is so beautiful, empowering. But like so often, I feel like that we really are isolated as business owners and we kind of feel like we're off on a, in a silo by ourselves trying to figure it all out. And then we're so in it every day, it's kind of hard to put your head up and like see the light. And so I think that's sometimes where like having a coach helps you to feel like you've got somebody in your corner, somebody on yes. your side, right? And it yeah. gives outside perspective that you can't always see when you're slogging through, you know, the day to day of whatever those challenges are in your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like what you said about isolation because as business owners, you keep thinking, I have to do it alone. I have to do it by myself. It's almost like we measure our strength by how much we do it by ourselves. And for me, I've realized is the opposite. Your strength as a business owner should be measured by the team you have built around you to carry the vision to the finish line. Because if you don't have a team around you, you're not even a business owner yet. You're just working a job <laughs> that you own. <laughs> so until you can get a team, and when a lot of people hear team, they think it's just people, direct employees or independent contractor, a coach is part of your team. Mm -hmm. Having a coach is part of your team. And for me, having Julie, which is a member of your team, it was like I had someone in my corner. I had someone I could show up every week and she could tell me, yes, you can do it. Keep going. So changing that perspective that when you, you use a coach, you're weak, you're actually strong because you realize that you need help and you go get the help you need. So that perspective is is very crucial and also empowering the team to do their job. Then you also mentioned about the coach bringing a different perspective. Mm -hmm. That was a game changer for me. I, I don't know if you remember our first call where you told me, you're like, Chichi, you can't be sacrificing so much. You need to take care of yourself financially as a business owner. And that was a game changer for me because for most business owners, we think we have to sacrifice so much to the bone for our teams and neglect ourselves. But it has a negative effect when you don't prioritize your own needs, whether it's physical, personal, financial. And that was one of the things that was one of the perspective you brought to me when we coached and you said you got to. Pay yourself more. You, 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 <laughs> you're sacrificing so much. You, you have to take care of yourself more financially. You, you have to put away profit for later. So all that was a perspective that you brought to bear by me coaching uh, with you. Oh, that's so powerful. And you're, you're absolutely right. You got some good coaching there. Because what happens, <laughs> right? What happens when we just sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice. And then what happens is we start to resent our businesses. And yes. then we start to hate our businesses. And it's so funny that you're bringing this up because I'm, I'm in the middle right now of writing a new book that's going to come out in the spring. And it's about how to rekindle the love for your business. And this wow. is part of it, right? And it's, it's yeah. helping business owners who have kind of fallen out of love with their business, how to fall back in love. And part of how you do that is 
you have to stop doing things that really just expand the resentment that you have for your business. And, you know, of course, like if we had a friend that we just gave everything to and never gave us anything back, we would be like, you're out of here, friend. And, yes. and you know, we, we, we do this in our businesses where we don't take money and then we don't, you know, pay ourselves and then we, we pay everybody else instead of us. And it's just like, you know, those are the kinds of things that we have to turn around and it won't necessarily always be like an overnight shift, but like in a moment, you can make a decision to do something yeah. different. And then from that moment on, you do take, you know, start to carve out time for yourself. You start to carve out money for yourself. And over time, all of those actions, they really add up until you're just like, wait a second, what happened? Like, everything's running a whole lot better. But, you know, having somebody there by your side to just say, hey, you know, wake up. (laughs) You were that person for me. (laughs) Trust me, I've had plenty of coaches myself who are like, Jennifer, wake up. Hello, you can do this differently. And I think there's something about hearing like, wait a second, it's possible. Like it's really possible to do it a different way gives us permission to look at different ways to actually make it happen. And, and from there, you kind of get inspired and you're just like, okay, wait, I can do this. I can do this. So I just, I love hearing your story so much because I know there's some people that are going to be listening to this and they're just going to be like, wait a second. You mean I don't have to be miserable in my business? You mean I don't don't have to (laughs) sacrifice myself? And you, you said something so important about your team. I'm learning this too, as my business has gotten bigger and bigger, that the team is mission critical. Like you're going to be a one woman or one man show like forever uh, if you don't get the team right. And if you don't get the team right, like your headaches will be bigger. If you get the team right, that's how you get your freedom back, your money back, your time back. you like, that's how you scale your business and and enjoy the ride is when you get that team right. And so I'm curious, like for you, what did that look like of getting the right team of people around you? Around me. So for me, that is my, that's my number one productivity tip, uh, which is to use my time wisely. And as part of using my time wisely, I have what I call the ABC of time management. The A is accept your time. So stop wishing you had more time. Just accept that this is where I am. I have just 10 hours. Then the B is for budget your time, which is to budget things that are fundamental to your needs, like the daily drive that you do in your business. And the C part of it is where I want to focus and it will answer the question you just asked me, which is to create more time. And the way you create more time is by hiring and training and delegating and building a team that can carry the vision. Because when you do that, like you said, you free yourself up. You're able to do other things. You're able to pursue other dreams because this might not be the only business you want to start. You might have other businesses you want to start. You might have other passions you want to pursue. But if you don't take time to build the team, and create that team by using your time wisely, you will not get to the next level. The game changer for me happened during the COVID year where where I told you I had that challenge. That was the game changer. I told myself, I made that decision when I was still going through the COVID sickness. I said, as I'm going back to my business, I'm going to fire myself from the warehouse. Mm 
That was what I said. I said, I'm firing myself from the warehouse. I'm no longer going to touch any shipment or process any package here. Instead, I am going to create a team that is going to do it, train them, empower them, give them everything they need. And this was in 2020. We are in 2023. By making that decision and going to work to put the systems to hire the people, come 2023, Jennifer, I took a one-year sabbatical. Let me say it again. I took a one-year sabbatical from my logistics business this year. And this was the year we got the seven-figure funding. Because of the team I had built, I was able to take that break. I was even able to start a new business, which is the coaching and other things I'm doing now. But the team is mission critical. And some of the things I do when I'm building a team, I realize it's not a one and done process. So it's a trial and error. You've never met these people before, but it starts with you to be it starts with you being clear about your vision. What are you trying to accomplish? Because when you're not clear, you're bringing people into confusion. You're bringing them into a vision that is not clear. So that's the first step. Clarify what is this business offering to the world? And what do I need this team member to come do? I remember a time where I hired a personal assistant and Jennifer, I wasn't clear on what I wanted. I was more frustrated with that team member (laughs) than when I was walking alone. And that's always the temptation. When you hit that frustration, the temptation is to go back to be a one-man show or one-woman show. But I went back to the drawing board. I said, okay, you were not clear about your vision. You were not clear about what you needed this person to do. So I went back and got clear. And now I have a team. My logistics business has a team of over 50 people across about five different countries. And I'm able to manage all these pieces by just knowing that, okay, the vision has to be clear, hiring people that are passionate about the vision and they care. And the only way or one of the ways I've found that you can make your team members care about your business is for you to care for them. Mm-hmm. So I prioritize my team. I care for them like they are like my family. And I make sure that in terms of compensation, in terms of appreciating their work, in terms of giving them kudos for what they do, uh, I do that. Another way you can appreciate them is by letting go of responsibilities and transferring it over to them. That's a huge way to tell your team that, hey, I trust you. And when they make mistakes, you don't punish them for the mistakes. You say, okay, what can we learn from these mistakes we've made? That's a way you pour back into your team. These are some of the things I did to build my team. Have I had team members that didn't meet up? Absolutely. Have I had team members I had to let go? Absolutely. It's a trial and error, but I find that a combination of these things has helped me as a business owner, to build a solid team. My team knows that I deeply care for them, not just based on the work they do. I go into what is what are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish? What is personal to you that you want to do? I learn about their families. I learn about their kids. I go as far as 
making their business my own business because they are making my business their business. So I am investing in them as much as they're investing in me. So I don't, I don't say, oh, I'm paying them a salary so they should do their job. No, I take it beyond what they're doing for me and I pour into them. And I find that as I've been doing that, my team members are ready to go to war for me. They're ready to go to war for my business. They're ready to bring so much passion to take care of my my customers and other team members. And it's just a ripple effect I've seen uh, over the years by really investing into a team. And of course, a lot of growth has happened from me hiring a team. I, I can't even tell you <laughs> how much, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is so good. You said so many good, good things in there. And I know the listeners are getting so much from this conversation. We have seen and and I have seen in my own business as well, that the more I've invested in building, developing, caring for my team, the better we are as an organization to go out there and serve our business owners. Because I was a one woman show, even in my own company for the first several years, because I'd had teams before I I didn't really enjoy it. I just, you know, all the drama, all the people, it was just yeah. like, I did not want to be a babysitter. And so in this first several years of my coaching practice, I was a one woman show and I was proud of it. But it was really after maybe a little bit right before COVID that I really was just like, you know what, I actually do need to do more here and take more here. And we started a digital marketing agency and we ended up going through a lot of different people while we were getting that off the ground. But what happened was I actually started doing Spartan races with my sister. And she was one of our coaches for a little while too. And we started doing Spartans and Spartans are obstacle course racing. And so you're out, you know, on the side of a mountain for five or 10 miles and you're going over all these crazy obstacles. It's a little bit nuts, but it's really (laughs) fun. And I found that when I was out on this journey, kind of doing Spartans, that my my mindset started to shift because I was out Mm -hmm. doing these really physically challenging things. And then I would come back to the business and I would have to tackle things in the business. And I was like, okay, whatever, I can handle this. I'm not walking through a swamp. It's okay. I I can handle this thing in my business. And then we started bringing our team members and doing the Spartan races. And we started doing them together. And looking back now, I realized that setting that time aside to be out of the business and doing a Spartan race with our coaches all together, and we were taking clients and stuff as well. But when we started to do it together, we started to really gel as a team when, yeah. you know, we're out there helping each other, we're, we're pushing through this really hard thing, we're helping our clients do it too. And so we started creating retreats around these Spartan races. And this year, we're going to be doing three um, team building events all around Spartan races. But like this, this building your team is so, so very important. It just sort of happened organically for us. And now that I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, we did these things. And now that I know about them, we are intentionally continuing to do these things. I just took my whole team to Costa Rica for our last business retreat. And yeah, we took a bunch of clients and our whole team. And we just as a team, it was such an amazing experience for us as a company. It was such an amazing experience to help our clients. And we're going to be doing more and more of that too in the new year. But this year, we actually switched our coaching so that 
our business owners can send their team members to get coaching too, because we found Mm. that we were coaching the business owner, but then they're having all these people problems. And then they don't always have the skill set to like deal with them. So we've actually opened up our group coaching call and some of our private too, to be like, Hey, you know, whatever problem you're having with your team, send them over to us and we're going to help you develop them. Because when we can develop the business owner and their team together, everything that you're saying, you know, that's exactly right. Like you need that team in place to show up, care about what they're doing, do their jobs. You care about them. They care about you. And that absolutely, I'm with you 100% is the difference maker in a business of a business succeeding versus one that's going to fail. Yeah, absolutely. While you were speaking, it reminded what you said about the Spartan races you have with your team. It reminded me of an African proverb that we normally say, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So as you were speaking, that was always coming to my mind. I'm like, when you go together with a team, you go farther. You make more growth in revenue because now you have many more people that can handle many other things. So it's it's really critical. It's a game changer for any business. You can start out as a one-man show or one-woman show, but don't stay there. Don't be afraid to hire a team. You can start with one person. Don't be afraid to bring them on because the more you make room, for them, the more growth you see, as you can tell, Jennifer. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so funny that you say that because I've seen that proverb. They actually have it on like not every Spartan race you do, but often at the entrance of a Spartan race. I've seen that proverb like yeah. on a billboard before. It's so cool that you mention it because when you're out there on these courses and you're doing these hard races and you're doing it together, it's just such a a beautiful bonding experience. And it will just be like the glue that like brings your whole team together. Or I have also had out on a Spartan course where it was also the thing that the people who don't fit with your team, it Mm -hmm. spins them off because you can see like how they handled a Spartan and it wasn't very good. And within a week or two, it's like, oh, they don't work for the company anymore versus people who struggled and everybody came together. And those people are like still with the company and have become more instrumental in the company. So it can work both ways, you guys. If you're like, oh, I'm going to go do a Spartan race and fix all of your problem in my team. Well, you might fix a lot of stuff, but you also might spin the wrong people off. But actually in my world, that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Because you want those right people around you. It makes such a difference. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Miss One Year Sabbatical. That is so cool. Like that is so cool. Julie had said you were doing amazing and she was absolutely right. I'm just so happy for you. Really so happy for you. So what's next? What's next for you? So during my sabbatical, it gave me the opportunity to start a coaching business where I am going back to help Christian women like me 11 years ago in 2012, when I was trying to figure things out, I'm going back to such women and saying, hey, you don't have to go it alone. I've been down that road. I can help you. I can help you start a sustainable and profitable business because now I have lived it. 
So I'm not helping you start something that will you will crumble under the weight of, but something that includes your personal life, your relationship, something that factors all those fundamental needs uh, together and you build something that is making impact and profit for you. So that's what I'm doing now. I started a Christian coaching business. I particularly focus on Christian women uh, just because I'm a person of faith and I'm called to them. I can help other women too, but and that's what I'm doing now. So helping Christian women start a sustainable and profitable service-based business is what I'm doing. And I also started a podcast. Uh, it's going to be a year, uh, in a couple of uh, December 31st, will be a year of me podcasting. And I'm able to teach and train and just pour myself there to help other women because I feel every woman deserves the help she needs to be able to start and grow a business that is sustainable and profitable. I like the guys, but <laughs> this one is for the ladies. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love it. I love it. I love my men that I coach too. It's so funny. Um, I started with all women and then I kind of branched out from there. But I do feel like with coaching, you just have to serve who you're called to serve. And so yes. I love that you're doing it. Okay, so tell everybody the name of your podcast because I'm sure after listening to you today, they're going to want to check into it. And then if you have a website, please share that as well so people know where to find you. Awesome. Thank you. So the name of my podcast is Start That Business. Yes, oh. that one you've been putting up for a long time. <laughs> you need to start. So that's the name of the podcast. Start That Business is the name of the podcast. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcast is streamed. You can listen to it and you can come hang out with me on my website. Uh, it's startthatbusinesspodcast.com. So you can come check us out on there and also listen to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, Thank you so, so much. Jennifer. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we will put all of her information in the show notes, you guys. So if you're like, hey, what was that link? Don't worry, we're going to put it in our show notes. And I just, I have to call attention to the, the beautifulness of this because when we first met and you were struggling in your business, and I'm so happy that you, you know, invested in yourself and chose to get some help and chose to get some coaching. And now you look at how much your business has grown and all of the people that you now employ. And I'm sure they love working with your company. And now you're going to start coaching, which means you're going to start helping others. Like imagine you guys just for a second, if you'd given up and you didn't go any further or you stayed a victim to the circumstance or whatever, like you wouldn't be in a position right now to help so many others and empower so many others. And so right now, if you're listening to this show, I know there's no way you couldn't be feeling inspired. But I just really want to inspire everybody, like no matter what you're going through, you don't have to suffer alone, just get some help to get to that next level. Uh, go find a coach or a mentor or whatever you need to get some help so that you don't feel so alone. Um, because just look at the impact. Um, that's one of the things in my book, I'm writing this new book about how to rekindle the love for your business. And one of the chapters is impact. And look at the impact you've had because you got the help that you needed for you. You set boundaries, you started taking care of yourself, you started changing. And now look at how many other people have been impacted by your decision. I just, it's very, very, it's just 
very inspiring to me and such a beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah, thank you so much, Jennifer. One last thing I would say is for me, just looking at my journey, one of the lessons that really brings everything together for me, I read James Clare, the author of Atomic Habits. I was reading one of his newsletters and in there he said, rejection is redirection. And that resonated with me a lot because that is the summary of my story. Rejection, if I'm to if I'm to rephrase it, I will say rejection is redirection that leads to impact and profit. That's a summary of my whole story. Like you were saying, if you sit there and you don't go get help and you keep trying to do it by yourself, you will not get to the place of impact and profit. So the impact I sit and I I look at the impact, I couldn't have done this if I didn't start, if I didn't get the help along the way to keep going. We won't be having this podcast interview right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, we wouldn't. That would not be a story that we were going to (laughs) tell. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. It means so much. I'm just so proud of you. And... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. Yes. All right, you guys go check out Shaniri in the show notes, find out what she's doing, connect with her. And that is it for today's show. Thank you guys so much. And y'all get out there and have a happy, productive day. Okay. Bye. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. If you want to learn more, come visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On our website, you're going to find free resources along with links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the lives of so many of our clients, including the Coaching Academy and our Unbreakable Retreats. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is the She Leads Podcast Network.